I wish that we could change it overnight, but you need to be in the Oscar club to make other amazing films that are going to change society. But you have to be in that world to change that world. Change that world. I like that. Welcome to Idol Gossip, a UK pop culture podcast hosted by Natalie Halbert and Emma Hickson. Switch off your busy brains and tune in to some smoky gossip. Episode 10. Oh my God. I know. Double digits, baby. Hello. How are you doing, Nat? Hi. I'm all right. <laughs> um, full disclosure, I'm quite hungover. <laughs> Soz. <laughs> did you have a good uh, night last night? I did. It was it was yeah. good. We went, went to Brighton, had a couple of drinks, and then, yeah, went back and, like, got back home, like, eight o'clock, so fairly early, but we'd gone to, like, the... Eight o'clock? And, and you're hungover? Because, right, this is where it all went wrong. We went to the M&S at the station and bought oh, a bottle no. of wine and some beers wine and, and beer never what are you doing? How you're not 18 I'm... anymore <laughs> i know i know i can't do it unfortunately i did mix wine and beer but on youtube there's this guy called jay who does a pub quiz it's like jay's pub quiz have you have you seen it i do because his pub quiz was the one that we did in lockdown he started it in lockdown yeah yeah, yeah. i love him <laughs> he's I great just, he's so wholesome and like <laughs> He'll do like little like fundraisers, little charitable shout outs. And he's just I love that he's still doing that. Every oh. week. Oh, shout so, out to Jay. What's the name of his quiz again? Jay's Virtual Pub Quiz. The questions are good. The format is good. It's just really nice. Yeah, we were just like, should we do a pub quiz? <laughs> and we did. And <laughs> Just on your own? No, it's with Sam. No, okay. That's what I meant. No, just on your own. The two of you just did a pub quiz together with your wine yeah. and your beers. That's yeah. so cute. <laughs> yeah. I think what, what it was, was I wanted to put on music videos I was like look there's a cover of Harry Styles singing the chain by Fleetwood Mac let's watch that and then I was like trying to put on those music videos and I think he was like I really can't cope with her singing <laughs> like <laughs> and just putting on like because he it wouldn't take long before Taylor Swift came on um yes it would take about five minutes for me to put like all too well 10 minute version on and be like just look at I know you don't like Taylor Swift but look at the storytelling it's so emotional you know because that's, that's about Jake Gyllenhaal it's just like yeah I know we've had this conversation oh. like 500 times oh bless him he puts up with a lot doesn't he he does he does <laughs> anyway that's why I'm hungover so how's your week been anyway pretty non-eventful not much to report in my week I have a very uh very chilled life living by the sea work from home going to the office once love a week that. I know it's great oh. I love it we've got like seals and in the summer like this dredger comes along and it like dredges <laughs> off all the shingles and I'm obsessed with it and I, I just look, <laughs> watch it out my window and I wasn't sure if it was doing a good for the planet or bad for the planet so I went and walked up to it like not up to it but like I walked <laughs> you swam up to it <laughs> I swam up to it but like I walked to the dredger because I was like I need to get a closer look at this thing because it's like right. basically it was like dredging up all the rocks and like the shingle and stuff can I just get an idea of scale like how big is this dredger it's massive it's a big boat look it up it's called Sos Bandau I track it on Vessel Finder to see where it is just to see if it's coming back (laughs) Sos Bandau where are you now (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's a Dutch trailing suction hopper I love it and it makes me feel like safe I feel like it's protecting me but then it was like spitting out all these rocks into the sea and it looked like it could have been polluting it I was like oh god I hope it's not and then I asked this woman who was like standing there and I was just on the beach with her dog and I was like is is the dredger doing like good 
good stuff and she was like oh yes she was like it's stopping the coast from get the coastline from getting eroded it's like re- oh. resurfacing like the coastline and all, all the beach and stuff oh the dredger doing good in the world I love it now, tell me did you give it the name the dredger no that's or... what it's called it's a, oh. it's a dredger it's called as well dredger. as Sospandau yeah it's it's Dutch and it's it's beautiful I think it means little saucepan little saucepan the dredger doing good things for the world and it is currently in Avonmore mouth Avonmouth oh it's Avonmouth? near Bristol Avonmouth near Bristol looks like near Bristol oh anyway I don't know how we got onto the dredger I remember the last Eurovision we were stood there with another friend of ours and you were talking about your love for the dredger we were several drinks in and (laughs) for some reason we decided to make up a musical about the dredger oh my god (laughs) do vaguely remember this my friend was like what do you love more musicals or the dredger and I was like I'd love a musical about the dredger how's your week been oh yeah it's been good actually it's been quite busy for the beginning of the year I did a bit of filming this week which was a bit mm-hmm. surreal so we've passed Christmas Christmas decorations are down well and truly mm-hmm. out of Christmas but I was filming for a Christmas film I was in a room with probably about 100 people dressed in various Christmas outfits and oh. snowmen and elves that must have been disorientating <laughs> it really was it was quite funny it was meant to be like a Christmas party scene mm-hmm. and it was decorated beautifully I mean there Ooh. was millions of lights strung up like bauble balloons tin everywhere Christmas trees and I was looking around thinking like okay I've never seen a real Christmas party done this well <laughs> like you kind of wish it was Christmas yeah yeah what was it for what's this fi- is it a film yeah it's a film yeah a Christmas film it's kind of can all you- I can say really oh <laughs> we had another filming day uh, yesterday so I, I got there got to set got ready got in my costume went through hair and makeup yeah. And then about 10 minutes after that, they were like, oh, no, sorry, we're cancelling filming. The director has flu and can't carry oh, on. And I was like, oh, OK. So um, you were all, I, like, made up. I was, yeah. Which was nice, actually. It's always nice when someone else does your hair and makeup. Yeah, um, that is And also, it's the middle of the day on a Saturday. So I just went and called up my friends in London and went around to my friends and ate food and watched TV and just had a chat in the afternoon. And I That's got paid nice. a whole day's work. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Like, you're getting it paid. You're getting paid paid for this and also they'll no. do a reshoot for it and you'll get paid again perfect what it's all about perfect. especially as i've just had to do my tax return it's this time of year for all those other self-employed people out there oh um, well yeah i just have to submit and pay your tax return which is never fun how long and does it take sad. i can do mine quite quickly because i keep on top of my expenses throughout the year so really it's just pulling all the figures together it is quite annoying though there's a lot of questions but once you've done it a few times you know what the answers are but it's also quite painful because you also have to pay your tax after you submitted it I always kind of forget about that I'm like oh great that's so annoying so um yeah I need all the work I can at the minute Right. Get some money back. I always think when people say they've filled in their tax returns though, I always think not I don't get jealous, but I'm like, (laughs) that sounds so cool. Like I think it's a bit of a flex. (laughs) Is it? Is it a flex? Yeah. People who do their tax returns just sound really like chic and grown up. Oh my god. Thanks, Dad. That makes me feel so much better. I do, because it's like I'm a shrewd businesswoman with tax to declare. (laughs) Take my money from me. I think it's a bit of a flex, to be honest. Because I have like a lot of various streams of income. So Mm. it's quite nice seeing it at the end of the year and also seeing it from year to year. Because thankfully I'm still on an upward trend. um, Amazing. When I first started 10 years ago. So that's great. um, 
Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, I made all this money myself. I know everyone yeah. makes money themselves, but like, it must feel different to know that you've hustled to get all those yes. different streams of income. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, not just, yeah, yeah. you haven't just worked at one place and they've paid you a monthly salary and it's been straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Get your ass up and work. Didn't um, Kim Kardashian say that? Like, yeah, because she's really struggled through life. She's really yeah. had every dollar. Ah, <laughs> uh, hang on. I will, I will say, I think she has got a good work ethic. I know she's, I know she's been handed a massive, like, everything on a silver platter. The devil works hard. Kim Kardashian works harder. I do think she Ooh. works quite hard. She, Does she do her own tax returns, though? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Have you seen that viral clip of her TikTok? I'm Kim Kardashian. Of course I have her. You know, so you know there's like that oh, TikTok I've trend, seen the right? viral clip, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that oh. trend where it's like, so you'd be like, I'm Emma Hickson. Of course I've done my tax returns. Or like, I'm Natalie Holbert. <laughs> of course I haven't. Uh, like, <laughs> it's that sort of thing. So, okay. yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm Kim Kardashian. Of course I've got a, a 3D print of my brain on my desk and she does what? she's got she's like i'm kim kardashian of course i've got an amphitheater and like so the most like unrelatable stuff ever <laughs> yeah exactly and it is quite i think it's quite tongue-in-cheek but people are annoyed oh that's yeah. right people are fuming because and this has sparked outrage in like australia and new zealand more so than anywhere else because she's like i'm kim kardashian of course i've got a tanning bed tanning oh, beds are bad yeah. okay <laughs> here in like the uk there's still tanning bed shop so it's yeah. not as outrageous and I think because we've got more of an ozone layer skin cancer rates aren't quite so high but like in Australia and New Zealand like it's a serious problem and they're yeah. illegal there and like you can have one in your own home you can't have like a commercial tanning bed so she sparked loads of outrage from that and like the Skin Cancer Society has actually said this is bad there is no health benefit to going on a tanning bed. She's like, oh, I've got psoriasis. And they're like, it's not even proven to sort your psoriasis out. So people are fuming about that. Well, at least she's opened up the conversation. She has. That's a very good point. Anyway, sorry, we digress. We haven't even started talking about our first subjects yet. Shall we start Shall we... with the actual pod? Shall we? Shall we jump in to our first topic of conversation? We're going to start talking about award season first. It's massive at the moment. It's yeah. everywhere. I think it's even more so this year because award shows like the Emmys, which were meant to be last year, mm. September time, they were all delayed because of all the strikes. So there's a lot happening at the minute. Should we just dive into the Emmys? Yeah. Um, okay. I know nothing about the Emmys, so educate You know me, nothing. Please. So the Emmys wow. are celebrating their 75th year this year. We'll just give you a few, a few moments from the Emmys. And we had some good wins this year. We had wins from TV shows like Beef, The Bear, and your favourite, Succession. <gasps> and have you seen Beef or The Bear? So I've watched one episode of The Bear and I was like, it's it too much, too much clanging about. Yeah. It's too stressful. So stressful. I was I like, the watch noise. It. The noise. Yeah, it was really <laughs> intense. Maybe it was a sensory overload. It was yes. just really intense. No. Maybe we need to give it another chance because everyone's going on I, about it. I really think we should. Beef as well. I watched the first few episodes of Beef. It is good. I think I really like... It's Ali Wong, isn't it? Yeah, I really like her. I did sort of get a bit bored of it and stopped watching oh, really? it about four or five episodes in. But yeah. it was good. It got a bit samey after a while. But well, well-written script and good yeah. characters. And yeah, it was pretty decent. Okay. I'll give that a shot. I think I watched the trailer on Netflix and then mm. the trailer was too much for me, but I will go back to it, I think. Yeah, do it. Another big moment from the Emmys was Elton John joined EGOT status. Do you know what EGOT means? No. So it's when someone has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, 
and a Tony. Yes. Okay. What did he win an Emmy for? He won in the category of Outstanding Variety Special for his Elton John Live Farewell from Dodger Stadium, which was a programme about his his farewell tour. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that's fitting, isn't it? Mm, That he got the last one of those for his farewell tour. So that was cute. Also, have you seen Abbott Elementary? No, it's on my list. Yeah, I saw it last year and it was really good. And Quinta Brunson won the best comedy performance um, for her role in Abbott Elementary. And she's the first black woman since... Isabel Sanford, who took the prize in 1981 for the Jeffersons. So she's the first black woman for 42 years to win that award. That's outrageous that it's been that long. Yeah. Because it's not like there's not been any TV shows with good black leads. Yeah, yeah. So those are my little highlights Mm. from from the Emmys. And then, of course, we had the Golden Globes. Right. Okay. So in my brain, all of these awards... Mm -hmm mush into one and I don't know which one switched so what happened at the Golden Globes so Golden Globes is more about films and I think people kind of reference the Golden Globes as like the run-up to the Oscars so whoever does good at the Golden Globes you can kind of predict this is where the Oscars are going to go to so Oppenheimer was the big winner of the night they had five wins including best picture Killian Murphy won best actor for that he's very good Yes. Emily yeah. Blunt was, there's a scene and she absolutely steals the scene. She oh. is the scene. Okay, fab. Awesome. We have Lily Gladstone. She won the Best Actress in a Drama mm-hmm. and she's the first Native American performer, performer, not woman, to win a Golden Globe. I love Elizabeth that. Moon. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Have you? No, I, it's no, on no. my list. It's it's three oh, yeah. hours long, so I haven't watched it is yet. It? It's meant to be amazing. Yeah. I like to use all of these award ceremonies as like recommendations of what to watch next. We've got Christopher Nolan won his first Golden Globe for directing Oppenheimer first no won one I know what I know and actually in his speech he said he has been up on a stage to collect an award but the award was for Heath Ledger yes because he won posthumously yeah he was very good in that disturbingly good in that yeah and there was a new award this year which was the box office achievement award so it's the film who made the most money at the box office do you know which I, film this was? I'm going to guess it's Barbie. Yeah, it's Barbie. $1.4 billion. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's its own economy. Yeah, and that's just the film. Is that... So was this the ceremony where that crap comedian was like, Barbie's and film about big boobs? That's what I'm going into next. Yes, oh, sorry. absolutely. Sorry. That is it. So, yes, this is the award ceremony where our presenter, comedian Joe Coy, who actually I hadn't heard of before. I hadn't heard of. Gave a very flat performance. Well, he opened with a few jokes that were very sexist. One of his opening lines was, Oppenheimer is based on a 721-page prize-winning book about the Manhattan Project, and Barbie is on a plastic doll with big boobies. The thing is, it's just not funny. Like no, women, it's not funny. I, I think women can laugh at themselves because it's sparked this whole thing, women can't laugh at themselves. I think we can when people are being funny. But he's not funny. But we shouldn't be expected to laugh when things aren't funny. And he said boobies as well. It's like, ugh, are you five? (laughs) Didn't he say like, I don't write these jokes or something? Yeah, yeah. He blamed the writers for the jokes. Yeah. By saying those jokes, he's just completely unaware that actually he's just reaffirmed the message of Barbie. How it's impossible Mm. for a woman to be a woman. It's just like, read the room, mate. Everyone loves Barbie. People are defensive over Barbie. It's never going to go down well. And also just be funny. I'm sorry, I've written funny. Things yeah. than that. But it was noticeable, obviously, the camera pans to Margot Robbie and Greta and Ryan Gosling. And they're all like absolutely deadpan face, like, no, nah, I'm not laughing at that. 
it's not funny. It's not but funny. it's Greta and Margot's reactions that everyone's like, oh, women can't laugh at Joe. Oh, uh, lighten up, lighten up. Does anyone say anything about Ryan's reaction, which was exactly no. the same and 100% warranted? No. Yeah, I know. I agree. Like, there's a double standard. I mean, we've seen women take the piss out of themselves like time and time again. There's so many yeah. comedic female actors whose whole bit is them taking the piss out of themselves, you know, being self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you're not being funny, yeah. maybe just accept that you're not being funny. Yeah, exactly. Like people don't have to laugh at you. And he, well, and he came for Taylor Swift. That's a rookie mistake, isn't it, really? And again, that wasn't a funny joke either. So he said, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. Not funny. Shit, these jokes are sh- so Who's bad. writing these jokes? <laughs> so bad and Taylor took it like a queen and just sipped her drink was completely unamused but also she's been criticised immediately for that Mm. to quote Taylor in her own words from a previous interview a man is allowed to react a woman can only overreact that is so (laughs) true I mean she underreacted if anything she literally just sipped her drink and was like I'm not laughing at a joke that's not funny she's been called stern in newspapers like the headlines are Taylor Swift is stern and unimpressed I was like, oh, no, she just can't be bothered to laugh at rubbish Clutch, Yeah, you're clutching at straws there. She just yeah. can't be asked. just wants to sip her drink and have a nice time. Yeah. Uh, and this is the year after Will Smith has slapped Chris Rock in the face as a huge overreaction. Yeah, that was absolutely wild. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. the, the internet did go wild for that. It wasn't like yeah. people glossed over it. And actually, what Chris Rock said was all, was horrible. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying yeah. you should slap someone in the face, but Chris Rock shouldn't have said that. Comfort. Jada no no absolutely not no something so sensitive like yeah that's that's bad but what's wild is they were it's now transpired that they were separated at the time and they've been separated for years yes okay anyway so yes I don't think they'll be getting that job back that is all for my golden globes shall we move on to Oscar nominations yeah we haven't talked about this so I am intrigued to know what you think (laughs) basically about this so I think let's address the elephant in the room here Barbie has been the talk of the town some people are quite angry because Greta didn't get nominated for best director Barbie didn't get best actress what are your thoughts I think Greta should have been nominated for best director seeing Mm -hmm. as her film was the biggest selling film of 2023 yep Margot I think she did an amazing performance she is up against a lot of other strong women when I watched it I didn't think oh this is Oscar worthy worthy Um, agreed yeah I completely agree with that Margot Robbie is a really good actress she hasn't been given that much range in the past she's been cast Mm -hmm. as the pretty blonde woman but she's gone and taken other roles and made them her own and shown that she has got a lot of range she's not just a pretty face and I think it's a bit of a cop out to say that she is in that film I think she delivered she understood the brief I think she delivered I don't think she was mind-blowing because I don't think she was playing anything that was particularly far outside of who she is as a person yeah I think she was good she didn't blow my mind I agree with you as well that there are other women that have been nominated instead of her and they were very well deserving and I think that that has been a clear by the outrage over Margot Robbie not getting nominated. Lily Gladstone, who you mentioned from Killers of the Flower Moon, she's been nominated and I think that really deserves airtime. Carrie Mulligan has been nominated. Annette Benning has been nominated. A lot of other strong women have been nominated. Barbie has won eight 
Oscar nominations. It's not that bad. And Greta was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay as well. So yeah. I don't I don't think the snub is as bad as people are saying it is. What has also been eclipsed by this is the fact that, have you seen Past Lives? No. Past Lives has been completely snubbed and that was a really good mm-hmm. film. Very different to Barbie. Very like simple, very understated, but beautiful film. And Greta Lee, the actor, hasn't received Best Actress and she was fantastic in it. And Celine Song didn't get Director nomination either. They're both Korean and they've mm-hmm. been snubbed. That mm-hmm. is problematic. I think the outrage is now actually more about the outrage. <laughs> people are angry about people getting angry about this because they're saying it's peak white feminism. And I kind of can see it. Yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie said she's going to disappear for a while because people are getting sick of her. I just. No. I just hope that this doesn't fall back on her because I don't yeah. think she's kicking up a fuss about not getting nominated. No, I think not she's at all. Like, I haven't heard that at all. No. No. And I hope that none of this anger gets misdirected towards her. I really like Margot Robbie. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. And then there's yeah. another angle to this. Why is the Barbie film seeking validation from an archaic institution that's controlled by <laughs> a very small number of white men? Surely yes. that goes against the whole premise of Barbie, which I think, again, very good point. That is true. However, this institution is still considered the top of the film industry world. Mm. And however much you say that, I think winning an Oscar is still life-changing and something that everyone wants to aspire to. I understand everything behind it and I wish that we could change it overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. But you need to be in the Oscar club to make other amazing films that are going to change society. You have to be in that world to change that world. Change that world. I like that. That's really profound. You have to be in that world to change that world. Yeah, I guess. I just wish that the decision-making process was a little bit more inclusive and reflective of the people who are watching these films, the people who were watching Past Lives and Barbie and May, December as well. That was another one. Another Korean, a Korean-American actor was snubbed for his performance, which people have called groundbreaking in the Mm -hmm. film May, December. So there's been a lot of snubs and there's been a lot of like snubs for, you know, people that aren't white. And I think that, you know, no one's really talking about that. I mean, even Hillary Clinton tweeted about it. I mean, this is how pissed off people were <laughs> when this first came to light and then I now I think people are taking a step back and they're like oh, okay it has had eight Oscar nominations yeah absolutely brilliant. and every year there is a snub yeah uh-huh, somewhere uh-huh. I think it's just interesting that there's now the intersection of race that's come into this like it was a conversation mm. about feminism and now it's like oh actually no there's something worse happening here and that could be mm. potential like racial injustice it's just it's an interesting one it is an interesting one yeah can I tell you some good things things to come out of the nominations yeah please yeah so I've got a little list here. So in the Best Picture nominations, the nominations are held by three women. Three female directors are in this category, which nice. is good. Lily Gladstone, who, again, is the first Native American woman to be nominated and hopefully, hopefully. will win. Uh, you mentioned Celine Song, the first Asian woman nominated for the Best Original Screenplay, Cast Lives. So she's got a nomination for the screenplay. Ah, okay, that's yeah. good. Greta herself is the first woman to have three films earn Best Picture picture nominations which is an achievement in itself so and then we have Coleman Domingo who is the first Mm. Afro-Latino nominated for best actor and first openly gay nominee 
for best actor in 25 years. And no it's the way. first I know, yeah. There is a and problem the, with the Oscars. I know. It's difficult when you keep saying first, isn't it? Hopefully there'll like, be a time when we stop saying, oh, it's the first, it's the first. Yeah. And it will just be normal. And it's the first time that more than one black actor has been nominated in the lead category as well. Amazing, it's so shocking. It's shocking that it is yeah. so archaic. I think what it's going to take is for a really high-profile, Oscar-worthy actor to boycott it and say, I don't want an Oscar because it's, until this institution mm. gets its act together and starts being yeah. inclusive and representative of people who are watching these films, who are consuming these films, who are paying for these films, until that happens, I don't want your Oscar. Like, that's what it's going to yeah. take. But I don't yeah. think anyone's going to do that. <laughs> They'll be blacklisted so. in Hollywood. Yeah. And my last one, America Ferreira, first ever nominee of Honduran descent in any nice. category. Yeah. 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 And oh, she truly deserves that nomination. She was amazing. She does. That speech in Barbie. Oh. Yeah. I feel sorry for her that that moment has been eclipsed by the conversations around Margot Robbie. Let's just let America Ferreira have her moment, you know? Yeah. Well, Oscars are on 10th of March, so we'll have to do another podcast and uh, dive into the results of that. I'm actually going to stay up and watch it this year. I never usually watch it, but I will now. Oh, yeah, me too. I'll do, I'll do it for the pod. Oh, it's on at 11 o'clock. No, actually, sorry, I won't. It's past my bedtime. Okay, so. Moving on to another white woman. Yes. Are we? I think we're peak white feminism, you know. I think we're the problem. Oh, no. oh God. We're problematic <laughs> in itself, aren't we? I know, but we've got to talk about this because... You've got to be in the world to change the world. We do need to talk about my absolute lord and saviour, Miss Taylor Swift. Well, I'm annoyed about this and I think everyone else should be as well. So Taylor Swift, AI, that old chestnut, somebody has created some explicit images of Taylor Swift using AI. They're really violent. These are known as deep fakes, aren't they? So a deep fake is synthetic media that has been digitally manipulated to replace one's likeness convincingly with that of another. Deep fakes are the manipulation of facial appearance through deep generative methods. So this is alarming. Okay, so Taylor Swift. Unfortunately, it was only a matter of time. Um, somebody has used AI to create some fake explicit images of Taylor Swift. The pictures have circulated. They've been taken down now. But somebody used AI to create images of Taylor Swift. Basically, they're violent. So it looks like she's covered in blood. I think it's either blood or red paint. I'm not sure. And somebody's like grabbing her boob her boobs are out someone's grabbing her boob she's like half naked she's wearing Travis Kelsey's team paraphernalia I did not want to see these these pictures and it came up on my Instagram feed before I read about this Um, it, it spread like wildfire around the internet right so even if you didn't want to see it it chances are if you went on Twitter or Instagram in the 19 hours that this picture was up you would have stumbled across it because it was everywhere so someone shared it and put this should be illegal this is awful and I'm like well why are you sharing it then um so it came up on my feed obviously because my algorithms know I love Taylor Swift so I was like "Ah!" (laughs) I was literally like what the flip is this it's awful they're really disturbing the pictures were shared to a porn site that specializes in deep fakes deep fakes I have a a little fact about deep fakes actually yeah um did you know that 99% of all deep fakes that are created 
are of women. How gross uh, is that? That's gross yeah. and un- unsurprising, but gross. The images were shared to Twitter or X and 19 hours later, it was taken down. Long time to be out there. People are screenshotting yeah. it anyway. So you've taken it down, but it's too late. The images are out there. So mm-hmm. it's they were too slow to react. And um, their policy states you can't share synthetic, manipulated or out of context media that may deceive or confuse people and lead them to harm. So they've taken it down. Taylor Swift is yet to comment on it. So the weird thing about America is that there are no laws against this at the minute. There are in the UK. Yeah, there are (gasps) laws in the UK about it. Yeah, not strict enough laws. But there are laws, but America, there isn't any at the minute. So it's an awful thing to have happened, but maybe this will create a shift in the tides. She hasn't Mm. commented yet, but I'm sure she will. And I mean, I mean, you don't fuck with Taylor Swift. So (laughs) I think what I what struck me is interesting is that this isn't the first time this has happened to her so not in the same way but do you mm-hmm. remember Kanye West's video for Famous yes oh yes of course yes including yeah. Taylor Swift kid yeah that, how was that allowed to happen yeah yeah that was gross and I feel like that had less outrage attached to it yeah and that was that was probably as bad if not worse in the video there was Taylor Swift was it actually her in the bed so no it was a wax figure he Uh got wax figures of her other celebrities as well rihanna was there there's a wax figure of rihanna all naked um hannah winter random donald trump imagine going to like i don't know the wax work maker just be like oh yeah can you make me these naked celebrities please imagine if somebody did that to you imagine somebody made a naked wax work of you and put it on a viral music video yeah yeah it happened and it happened to her and i feel like we weren't that outraged at the time people didn't react that strongly at the time it was like 2016 so i mean yeah you're right you're right she's had a rough uh rough few months she actually also has had a stalker so she's had actually about between six to eight stalkers in her lifetime that we know of that we know of of course yeah and uh yeah she's had she's had to take out multiple restraining orders against all of them and a man was arrested recently just after those images were released he was arrested um for stalking near her home in new york oh god so he's been charged with two counts of harassment and two counts of stalking anyway should we move on to something lighter (laughs) i've got something really light for you are you ready i'm ready (laughs) but natalie are you ready? Oh! Gladiators! Are no. you ready? Gladiators! Yeah, okay. it's fat. I'm actually really enjoying it. So, I... did you watch Gladiators as a kid? Never watched no. it. Okay, never watched right. it. How do I describe Gladiators to someone who's never watched it? So, it's competition, and it's mm-hmm. basically about putting the average person against a gladiator who are at the peak of physical strength. They are perceived as as godlike on this show. So it's been brought back. First series was around from 1992 to 2000. It's like a competition. So these people go up against these gladiators and then the contestants are pitted against each other at the end. But there's lots of really fun games. So you can imagine 90s and like leotard. I like the aesthetic. I've seen the gladiators. They do look cool. They're so cool. Uh, It's presented by Bradley and Barney Walsh this time. 
So you know Bradley Walsh? Off of the... No, not the chase. Yeah, yeah the off chase. Of the chase. Yeah. And his son, Barney Oh, yeah. cute. So it is quite a cute duo. They are quite cheesy, but right. Gladiators is very cheesy. So they do right. actually fit it quite well. Okay. Um, I've got a fun fact for you. You're full of I know. fun facts. Donna Walsh, who is the wife of Bradley and mum of Barney, was yeah. the head choreographer for the Gladiators cheerleaders on the original series. So Bradley and Barney were often brought to the set. Barney took his first steps in the Gladiator arena. So, yeah, it's cute, isn't it? (laughs) That's so sweet. So it really means something to them as a family. It really means something to them. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. I like that. I think that's good. That's going to make for a better presenting performance, isn't it? I think. Peak nepotism, but fine. It's cute. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow yeah. it. We've got a new ref who is Mark Plattenberg, who is an ex-Premier League football ref. Okay. I didn't know who he was because I don't watch football, but um, nope. he's good. And yeah, he has the, the famous lines of, contestants, ready! Nice. Gladiators, ready! And he's really good, actually, and he takes it really okay. seriously. And then we've got 16 new gladiators who are made up of Olympians and professional nice. athletes. We've got a new baddie. So we had Wolf before. I've heard of yeah. him. So our new baddie is Viper this time. Okay. Who's quite funny. He's the same sort of thing as Wolf. Like, he doesn't talk. He just, like, growls and grunts and does things he's not meant to, like starts the game early and gets disqualified. It's all a bit stage showy gladiators, you know. They the gladiators kind of do things and the refs have to come in and be like, No, you okay. can't do that. So it's very panto <laughs> very panto. It's very panto, yeah. Okay. So it's good, although I do think like Viper is just trying to be wolf and I thought maybe they could have done something different there. Ah, um, oh, okay. So it's a bit of a yeah. copy and paste. But then maybe that's what people yeah. want. They want that they've they're nostalgic. They want yeah. the they yeah. want the old format. So I have some Very questions. True. So they're putting norm normies, just normal weaklings in the public against these massive strong gladiators. Yes. So like there's one which is called the wall. Basically they've got to scale a rock climbing wall. And the normies start and then the gladiators start ten seconds behind them. Basically they have to catch up to them. And if the contestants make it over the wall, they get like ten points. If they get taken off the wall by the gladiator, they get zero points. Surely the normies yeah. never win. No, no, no. The one I watched last night, they both made it over the wall. They were just quick. One time, the gladiator grabbed them and got their shoe and they ended up falling off the wall. So, the gladiators and- aren't, they're not necessarily try- playing to win the same game. They're just, tr- they're playing to take down the weaklings. Yes, the contestants, yeah. So there's another game called Duel, which is where they're both on platforms and they're given these big sticks and they have to knock each other off of the platform i've seen this and so how that works is if the contestant can stay on the platform for like 15 seconds then Mm. they get points if they knock the gladiator off they get even more points but they don't get anything if the gladiator knocks them off okay so it's not necessarily about going head to head with the gladiator okay being able to like stay up or okay dodge them that makes more sense i was gonna say like you're never gonna win and it's all about getting points because there are two contestants, well, two male and two female. And so is it the same gladiators every week? There are 16 gladiators, so they change between games. So they all they all rotate, they all do. They, they all do it. Ah, yeah. okay. But you can get to know the gladiators. It's not like it's oh, completely, yeah. not completely different gladiators every no, week. No. They all have personalities. So you've okay. got like Diamond and Sabre and Fire. What would your gladiator name be? What would your gladiator name? 
<laughs> you had that ready to go. You've thought about really this already. <laughs> you thought about this. What would yours be? I don't know. When I drive, Sam calls me the weasel on the diesel. Even though, my, <laughs> even though my car is petrol, so it doesn't really work. He's like, look at you weaseling your way along. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's not that's not like a power move. The weasel mm-hmm. with the diesel. <laughs> I also convinced him that at university, yeah. my nickname was the cuddle monster. I don't know why. I, I was just bored and I just made that up. I love cuddles. Yeah, that's cute. The cuddler. Like the cuddler. Yeah, the crimson Ooh. cuddler. That just sounds like I'm on my period. It does sound like you're on your period. <laughs> I'm on my period and I want to cuddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh no, the Christmas cuddler is here. The menstrual monster. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to you. I'm not sure what my gladiator name yeah. would be. Okay, okay, so my other question okay. is, what do they win? Well, they are just winning the episode at the moment. And I think at the end, of all of the contestants then compete against each other. They're winning to get to the final at the moment. And then what do they get? I don't know, Natalie. I don't know. Oh. Like some sort of award? Glory? Yeah. Shall I have a look? What do gladiators win? I bet it's going to be a trophy. Gladiators. No one knows. It isn't yet known what the price of the rebooted Gladiators could be. Oh, there you go. So they... Why would you play if you didn't know what you were going to win? It's glory, Natalie. It's all about the glory. In the past UK series, 12 cars and prizes totaling more than £45,000 were won on TV. Oh. That's not that much. Do you want to know another fun fact? Yes, please. Uh, from the previous Gladiator series, there was a gladiator called Amazon. And she came to my uncle and auntie's wedding. She was friends with oh. my uncle and auntie. Okay. I remember as I, I was a bridesmaid. I was really, I was young. I was like 10 or something. I remember being in a car with a gladiator and my That's auntie. So cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was so cool at the time. Was she dressed up in her gladiator attire? She was not in a leotard, no. That would have been cool if she was. <laughs> Sharon Davies. She's also an Olympian and a presenter. She presented the Olympics quite a few times. You've sold me on gladiators. Where can I watch this? It's on BBC every Saturday. I'm going to watch it. I think it sounds quite like light-hearted entertainment. It's very light-hearted and it's so nostalgic. It's so good. Okay, sold. Yeah. Perfect. All right, should we stop recording? Oh, hang on, we haven't even said bye yet, Nat. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> bye. Once I accidentally signed off an email with bye. I literally wasn't thinking. I was right. It was like a professional email. I put thanks and then instead of putting kind regards, Natalie, I just put bye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so rude. Bye. Bye, bye bitch. Bye. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so anyway, and the term for that is, do you remember? I taught you last week. Sesame seismic sesame no not even close <laughs> semantic satiation semantic satiation anyhow please like follow yeah. share us thanks guys thanks for listening we love you very much and um yeah until next time peace out see ya bye bye, bye.